Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Halijuku podcast about East Asian pop culture from a couple of guys on the East Coast of the United States. I'm Peter Ray, if you're Mary Window Plan. Here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right hand man to my left hand side, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing pretty good, pretty dang good. We're here. We're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. First off, we are, we we talk, start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention since we last gathered. It's been quite a bit. I'm kind of talking mm-hmm. a little bit of the, the segment, but uh, you have a couple of songs that that caught your attention since we last gathered. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't really much that that caught me this week. Uh, there was a few things I was kind of waiting to see if they would come out and haven't come out yet. I was hoping um. Uh, there would be some more Luna stuff, but I think they're getting ready to do tours and they're doing all their TV stuff right now. Um, so I went with my boy, my boy, my boy. Well, uh, first I went with Gilly Boy. Uh, I should say that. Your boy, Gilly. Uh, so it's the track produced by Gilly Boy uh, featuring Kid Millie. Uh, and I actually like it. I, I, I think it's a really good song. Like I said, Gilly Boy has these moments where he kind of starts to grow on me more and more and more. And uh, this is definitely one of those tracks I actually really, really enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, an interesting uh, feel to it. Uh, an interesting kind of mood track. <laughs> like, uh, and it just goes like, uh, it's called Used. Uh, so it's about like secondhand clothes, I guess. <laughs> like, just. Just kind mm-hmm. of just a, a swagger track, but kind of like a moody swagger track, you know, <laughs> like uh, which is interesting. It has, it has a nice like uh, like moody attitude in a way. Yeah, like it, it definitely does have like a mood to it, and I, I think it's just this thing of of Gilly Boy coming into his own. Um, He's not he's not trying to be larger than life anymore. He just is definitely a lot more comfortable with his sound and who he is. So a lot of his stuff now is always about his swagger and fashion and just these things that he liked, you know, yeah. which I think it, why it's starting to translate more and why it's starting to to resonate with me a little bit more because he's starting to make tracks that are are definitely more him. That's a, that's a, we always like to see an, an artist kind of like be find their voice, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, um. That, yeah, that's definitely cool. Speaking of somebody we love. Speaking of someone who is loved, the boy Jay Park, the hardest working man in in the Korean music industry. Um, working hard, two countries, actually three. Two or four, countries actually. working hard. Uh, this one is just called five, five or V or V V. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a fun, silly, silly video. Um, and and I don't know. I just enjoyed the fuck out of it. Like it's, it's R and B J park, uh, in full force and full effect, which, you know, we, 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 we like ourselves some R and B J park, at least, you know, you know, I, I love me some J R B J Park. It's kind of my preferred J Park. I love all I love yeah. all J Parks. Uh but if I were But if you could park, only have one. 
It would be R and B J Park. It would be R and B J Park. Yeah, uh, and it works. It, it's, it's it's fun. It's a fun track. It's I love his voice. I love it. like he's you know his uh his his, his thirst uh is is expressed really well in this track. Uh, but and his personality is so expressed well in this track, and it's uh. He, he, you you gotta love it. it's it's classic R and B fuckboy J Park and it's the best thing ever like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely just like has just like just just fun feel to it like like J J Park just knows how to make just really super fun tracks um yeah. and it's just I I think right now because everything is just kind of going his way. He's having so much fun with his music. Yeah. And he just loves making music that like, and and, and I think Jay Park kind of exists in this realm of artist who's like, I'm going to make a track and I'm going to put it out. And that's it. Like yeah. it might be, it might, people might think it's good. People might not. Like, I don't, I don't think he, I, I don't think he overthinks his own music, you know? I think he's just having fun and he just kind of lets it exist in the world. And I think that's kind of the best way to be. Yeah, and it, it works well for him because I think uh he's got the he's got the he's got the talent to kind of pull it off that he, even even in his off tracks there's something to like mm-hmm. about it. And there's something really good going on. <laughs> uh so yeah. B yeah. is really fantastic. Like yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with that. I think that I think that's what makes it. Like I I think that's like the best way to put it. Like the fact that he just puts out so much, there could just start to be tracks you don't like, but you're still like, damn, there's there's just something there because it's Jay Park. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Jay Park, man. It's just it's just Jay Park. It's just Jay Park doing Jay Park things. Um, yeah, yeah. a couple of fantastic tracks. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna I've got a few tracks I want to highlight. Uh, Let's get one, it. I'm, I'm kind of build up to like the. I'll, I'll build up to uh, the main event. Kind of uh, start doing that as well. Uh, a, a couple of tracks. So you remember uh, 15 and <laughs> the group that nobody remembers because JYP has put both members of that group into his dungeon and completely forgotten about them. Um, they're they're back in a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh let's talk about a couple of tracks one of them is becky in uh she's kind of been not really doing much as a like as a jyp artist but she has been and i think we were, i pointed out before the the put together this band with members of the band bye bye bad man whose cd i think is right up here somewhere like right there uh who i saw at the uh at south by southwest and were fantastic uh, put together a band called The Volunteers, and mm-hmm. they had a couple tracks on their SoundCloud. Now they have a like a full EP out on their SoundCloud and on their YouTube, and uh, it's a pretty solid. They they have a, a song I'm gonna highlight called a music video for it called Sad or S A D. It's a fun like like indie rock jam. It it has a lot of fun things going on musically. Uh, if I were to kind of like nitpick anything, I'm not the biggest fan of the vocal mix. It's a little bit yeah. I guess I guess it's it's, a it's very thing. airy. 
very airy and it's a little bit weirdly placed in the mix and there's like an effect to it that i'm not the biggest fan of uh yeah i think if she just kind of trusted her own voice to do the the indie vocalist thing i think she would have been fine but they kind of put this like echo effect or this kind of like it 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 could have been better i think the mixing could have been better and i think uh maybe like with maybe in the future where maybe after you know yet in is uh finally done at jyp contractually speaking uh they'll be able to kind of like focus on getting a getting a label and stuff uh to be able to like put things together uh professionally but uh i don't know it could be and then again i think it's also could be like a choice uh, yeah i just i just am not it just if i were to nitpick thing the the mix isn't the best but i think overall the musically is a fun track I think it's done well, and it's it's a cool track, and I, I like, I uh, I like the, I've 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 been kind of like enjoying these moments of like people that have been entrenched in the K-pop system breaking out <laughs> in their own mm-hmm. way and escaping. I think we've talked about it in different instances, and I think I like this. We're just like go into a completely different style than than it is expected uh and but finding their own voice which is nice uh which is really cool i don't know what did what did you think uh yeah i i kind of agree like i i i like it overall like i, I like the song uh but yeah can i like the the vocal mix is a bit weird yeah but overall yeah overall it's just a really good track and i'm looking forward to what this band does uh but uh speaking of the uh, we go to the other member of 15 and uh Jimin Park Park Jimin uh mm-hmm. suddenly the the if we're being honest the second the second most successful uh Park Jimin in, in K-pop uh now that BTS's Park Jimin exists or at least he's always existed yeah. but now that he's out there uh one of the several demons but somebody who's ha- had the talent and always had the talent as a singer but has never been able to sh- hasn't hasn't been able to show it for a very long time it's kind of been relegated to being a tv show host because jyp <laughs> uh <laughs> he even had to have that great moment on after school club where she just yelled jyp i need an album <laughs> like just yelling it on on live television, which is fantastic. Uh but then now she finally has an album. She has a mini album and a comeback uh for the track April Fools. Uh and yeah. I think it's it's a really nice track. It's a really nice R and B track. I think it's it definitely feels honest to her voice uh and her style. Mm-hmm. Her, her her like the her preferred style. And I think it, it she sings it really fantastically uh and performs it really well and i th- i think it's it it's it has a nice style it's a that nice r&b moody with attitude kind of a track and, and i think it works well yeah i i liked it i like her vocals on it a lot um there there's like a couple things that i'm not i'm not like there's a few things I'm not like super super 
in on, but like I I still loved it. Yeah, like I think like there's there's like yeah, it, it just I think it's a really solid uh like solid title track, and uh there's a couple of the songs on the EP which I got it or the mini album uh, which I gotta check out, but uh I think it's solid. The videos in, the video is kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Is uh, it, it does include the it does include a scene in which she hides a I guess we don't presume to either be a body or just a unconscious ex boyfriend under the bed and then there's some uh, presumably somebody that's at her birthday party banging on the bed so hard they break it. <laughs> Which I guess, since we don't see anything, but I guess that's enough to make it 19 plus. <laughs> like, did you see you shaking back? Hey, but, yeah. Assumed killing is, is still... <laughs> yeah, or assume, anything assumed is still assumed. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. Uh, but overall, it's just a, just an interesting video. But overall, it's just a, a cool R&B song. And I definitely think... I'm looking forward to, to, to G-Min... Okay, Jamie, uh, finally getting a chance to kind of like show what she can do because she's, uh, she is a talented singer and she has uh, a skill for 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 singing and for performing. That I think should be showcased. It's not. I don't care what factors you want to bring up for for what you would ever think about holding her back, but you got to just don't get her in her way. She's she's got it. Let her do her yeah. thing. Um, speaking of breakout stars just doing their own thing, uh, Sunmi fin- finishing out the trilogy uh, that follows uh, Gashina, the breakout hit, and uh, Chuyungo, or Heroine. Uh, now with her kind of like the, the third track and the kind of the final promotional track now that the full mini album is out or full album I guess. I think it's a mini album. Uh Siren. It is a really good song. Uh it has a really nice like eighties feel to it. Uh some people have pointed out that it's it's uh that it was a song that was left off of that uh that Wonder Girls uh uh the off of reboot the Wonder Girls uh album which uh, it makes sense because it has that similar mm-hmm. 80s style than that that first band album that they put out had um yeah and and i like it i think that the sound fits it well uh the the personality of, of the video it's there's some goofy moments in there with some of the goofy acting with her like her acting opposite herself uh which i don't know i i appreciate because I think it works well, uh, but I think overall the, the main thing is that it's just a really fun, solid, catchy track. Uh, has a nice mood to it. Uh, what do you think, Kaz? Um, I liked it more or less. Like the it it it's just very like forgettable, but I. I kind of still liked it in the moment. I didn't like the beat as much. Yeah. Um. But other than that, like I like her vocals, and and I, like when I say I don't like the beat, I just don't think it was like. I don't think it was exciting enough. Like I think it was just very a very tame, 
beat that anybody could have done anything on, which is part of what makes it forgettable. Like, I think her vocals were fine, but I think if you had a better producer and a better beat, it probably would have been like just more fun and it would have been better and would have been yeah. something you'd, you'd think about maybe throughout the rest of the year. But it definitely just is like, it, it, it's a track of the week kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like you're going to listen to it this week and you'll forget about it when something else comes out next week. That's more memorable. Yeah. I think uh, of the, the trilogy is definitely the weakest one of the three. I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, heroin and, and Gashina are, are definitely more memorable and more unique. Uh, I think it, it's a solid track, but yeah, of the three, it, it is kind of the the quote unquote low point, which is, but of course, it's because following two fantastic other tracks, uh, so it's it's hard to beat those. Uh, but it, it could, you know, it could be there, there could be improvements made, but overall, just good track. Uh, Sunday is fantastic, and. Again, finding somebody who has really crafted their own voice, which is really great. Um, uh, But moving forward, now we go to another kind of the big anticipated tracks. Uh, We have Girls' Generation OGG, Sunyashide OGG, or OGG. It's essentially, it's a subunit. Uh, of of the of, well, the five members from Girls Generation, uh, their unifying factor for why they're in a subunit together. <laughs> they're 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 all the ones that are left behind at SM. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's, it's the it's fun. the it it very much is oh gg as in like oh oh that's still a thing okay oh there are people like, who didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> these guys uh which is which which could leave you to say that like it could be lacking but honestly it's it's not like for uh, for as like this subunit it <laughs> and this song it's actually really good it's really fun it's really catchy uh there's a lot to like about this the key thing is that it's easy for a lot of people to forget is that they think oh they lost their all like Almost all of their vocalists that have all left uh, because you know they don't have uh, Sahyun and they don't have Tiffany, but you know they still have Taeyeon and they still have Sunny. Sunny is is one of the main vocalists and does a fantastic job on here as well, uh, reminding you that she's one of the main vocalists for all the other things that she was in charge of, like variety and whatnot. I'm, She's also I'm also gonna throw out. I'm also gonna throw out a yellow card because you are a you are a girl generation stan. So, yeah. To be fair, I I am yeah. I am I do have the poster right over there. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, th- th- fair enough. I mean, I I I'm, this is not an unbiased opinion. Uh, but I still think it's a fan a fun track. It's a fantastically performed track. Uh, yeah. and I think. It, yes, it's it's it wasn't a this grouping wasn't a designed grouping. It's you know, but then again, it's no it's no more designed than the girls' generation uh, as a whole. Uh, yeah, 
so they, these people were still good enough to be in Girls' Generation. So, you know, hey. Uh, but I think it's a solid track. I don't know. Well, what do you think, Kaz? You being such No, I didn't. Stand. I, I, I say that just because, like, I, I do try to keep that in mind when when, when now talking to K-pop fans. Because you can sometimes talk to people and be like, man, that track was just bad. And they're like, nope, got to defend it with my life. <laughs> um <laughs> But no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was terrible. I don't, I don't think it. It seemed like anything was lacking. I. I will say the the loss of the other two is maybe a little bit of a loss personality wise, because because those two kind of stand out in in certain aspects. Like but dynamics I don't, wise, like vocal, because like yeah, because like Sunny yeah. is is she's a standout vocalist, but she has that she occupies that same tonal color than Te- that Taeyeon does, which is why she was never she was like mm-hmm. she was a standout vocalist, but she 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 was also a, like she she had the same position, you know, like she was the backup shooting guard, you know, <laughs> like there was already a, she's a fantastic shooting guard, but she's you know she's a fantastic basketball player, but she was the second shoot uh, best shooting guard on the team, so yeah. she's on the bench. <laughs> uh, like you're still you're still gonna go get other talent. You're not just gonna build your whole team around her, but like it. I I feel like I I feel like it still works. I feel like they they I don't, I don't feel like they did the best with what they had left. I feel like they utilized them as best they could. And those two those two statements sound similar, but if you if you fucking think about what I said like it it definitely is is you know the girls you know their talent you know their range okay let's put them with this producer okay let's do this this styling okay let's do this to utilize them in their best possible positions rather than going well this is all the shit we had left on the queue for fucking girls generation so let's just throw that at the wall like they didn't do that they they actually look it actually sounds and looks like they went in and thought about everything and this is the track we got. You could like it, you could not, but I th- I feel like they did the best job they could. Yeah, I think it's, it's it, I think it makes for a really cool and interesting track. But uh, obviously, yeah, I'm 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 the big fan. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to the possibility. Of, like, it, yes, this is. I'm hoping that this is the the idea that they're you know they're kind of maintaining the illusion for me. That this is just a yeah. subunit. This is not. This is not the permanent version of Girls' Generation, uh, which I can appreciate them doing that work for me, just like they do the work for me of not ever telling me that FX is disbanded yet. Uh, <laughs> let me hold on to that hope. Like I know, I know in the back of my mind, Victoria is not coming back from China, and I know. Crystal doesn't care about being an idol anymore. But goddamn. I can at least pretend. Um But yeah, Girls Generation, I'm um I'm glad that that, that we can, I can hold on for one more day. Uh look forward to hear from more from them. Uh that being said, that brings us to the end of what's new. Now we're getting on over to the headlines. And boy, do we have a headline segment for you. Uh and you probably know why. 
Uh, so join us on the flip side, won't you? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the headline segment here on Juku. We're talking about topical topics in the world of East Asia pop culture. Pointing finger guns, I don't know why. Uh, let's talk about it. Talk about some headlines. Uh, some shit, shit's going down in clay class. Yana uh, and Edan. Uh, so, so we didn't really talk about like the actual dating news because we don't really do dating news because... We don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, people fucking have lives. The fuck. The only reason I even was thinking about bringing it up when it happened was because it was just like the explosion of like suddenly everybody's fucking in, in a cube or something. But uh, and literally just the why, why y'all fucking in the middle of the hallway <laughs> meme. Literally why I was considering talking about it when it happened, but for a symbol meme. But yeah. Uh, it's not that interesting, but the the craziness that happened recently was that suddenly, uh, out of blue, so Hyanna and Edan, uh, announced that they were dating, uh, after Cube initially denied it, <laughs> uh, which caused, like, a little bit of frac- fracas and a little bit of, like, some accusations being thrown at Hyanna's way, uh, because of, like, you know, how close they acted, so they, the, the two kind of announced, you know, they've been dating for a couple of years, uh, kind of going around Cube's wishes, uh, and the the big news that happened a couple of days ago, uh, as of this recording, we're still ongoing because there's a lot of backtracking, uh, is that Cube Entertainment decided to 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 cut them from the team. You, you give them yeah. the old Vince McMahon, you're fired. Uh, a lot of backlash, a lot of like uh, from fans and from shareholders. Uh, making them kind of like double back and triple back and kind of do 380, 360, 900 degree turns on their decisions. And now it's going to be resolved next week. Uh, at this, but you know, at this point, we don't know what the fuck. <laughs> like uh, at this point, the, the bridge is probably burned. I don't know how you're going to repair that. Uh, but so this is. There's a there's a small elephant in the room I want to tackle before we tackle the bears that are in the room. Um, and it's the fact that I don't think a lot of American fans of K-pop know the the bylines of, of idol contracts because maybe some of them were never fans of um Japanese idol stuff. Yeah. Uh so so for those of you out there because cuz there were other people that I saw talking about this on like Twitter and other things when you told me about it. Um and people were like why is that a problem? You know what I mean? Like like they didn't understand why it was a problem. Um so I feel like Hollywood PSA <laughs> <laughs> so that we can we we can we can get the rants out of the way um very much in in the japanese idol culture real way more strong than in the korean idol culture it's 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 definitely in the korean idol culture as as is here 
is sometimes you're not so- sometimes written huh? in Korean. In Korean, yeah. sometimes it's written, sometimes it's unwritten. Sometimes it's like more like a you should probably focus on your work uh, from your manager. Yeah. Um, but very specifically in Japanese idol contracts, it's written that you're not to date anyone while under contract. Um, or or it is a breach of contract. Um, and like PD said, sometimes it's it's for the Korean contracts, it's written, kind of not written. Um and it it's we we talked about this a very very long time ago when i think i was coming off of being an akb48 fan of the over idolization of an idol through culture so this is one of those things that that we talked about a long time ago of the over idolization of an idol through culture right like I, I like idols as singers, dancers, entertainers, actors, right? There's like yeah. this trifecta in one in one package of this thing that they do. And that's how I hold my standard for idols as yeah. somebody who kind of does all these things. Um or or idolization as a Spotify. stepping stone. I don't I I I like like it's music. <laughs> it's some music that I listen to. Like Yeah. Like. yeah. Or, or some for for some people within that career, I always I always view it as the stepping stone, right? Like first you do the idle thing, then you do the thing you want to do. Um, yeah. Or or the backup plan for some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we come to this kind of situation where uh, it's very frowned upon for for two idols to date right it's not it's not the same way it would be viewed in american culture where that would be cool and that would be marketable right because yeah because two famous people dating in that kind of culture isn't marketable right being young and hip and fresh is is as an idol what's marketable being desirable to people is what's marketable um once once you take that 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 next step into a career and and you kind of settle it's fine no one cares anymore but when you're an idol oh my god like how dare you fucking fall in love with someone who uh didn't buy all eight of your albums and 15 of your posters and uh fucking subscribe to the fan cafe uh subscribe to every fan cafe and the official fan cafe and fucking runs the booth at the cube merch tent for free every year like how dare you yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah it, it's a different thing it's the fandom it, it's it's going back to the fandom shit uh mm-hmm. And and yeah, it's fascinating. But it, 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 th- that's the preface. That's the preface of this all this happening. And now we have this. Uh, and I will say, just to be accurate, I think the biggest thing that is, Cube is is citing as the reason that they they initially decided to uh, make this boneheaded move uh, is mm-hmm. more is more the them going around cubes official denial and kind of like stepping on what the official pr plan was and doing things on their own so it's more like yeah. an insubordination thing it's 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 still bullshit it's it's like it's you, you kind of yeah you can say that but at the same time you forget that a big reason why they kind of 
had to be honest with uh they had they kind of confessed or you know whatever i came clean was because uh, hiana was kind of getting accused of basically being a, a sexual predator <laughs> like because she was like overly quote unquote overly friendly with edon uh which even like back when that was happening i saw that as like they're if, even if they're not dating they were they're friends like hey ain't y'all ever have friends like y'all y'all ain't never y'all like it, then then i realized who we're talking about that got mad and they realized oh yeah no they had they don't mm-hmm. <laughs> they're teenagers i realized okay these teenagers they don't know what it's like to be 20 something men and women with friends of uh, of various genders that sometimes there's friendliness and sometimes there's flirtiness and sometimes you know there's there's like the kind of like the fun and joking you know because yeah. you're adults <laughs> like, but then beyond that that they got the kinds of accusations but they wanted to clear that up so that's the big reason like you, you kind of leave your your artists out to dry to kind of be be confronted with all these crazy accusations they just had to like say hey just to be honest, just to you know, be straightforward with y'all, because this is what's going on, and that's that's what's going on. That's why they claim that they wanted, uh, they were gonna let them go. There's so many things that is incredibly dumb about the, this idea and this move. Hyanna, along uh, and Hyanna, along with uh the former members of uh beast now highlight speaking of uh, is this company being petty uh and dumb uh they're the reason why you exist <laughs> like without Hyanna, there's no cube like without Hyanna mm-hmm. and, and 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 beast there's no cube entertainment look at this shit about cube entertainment like uh like this is your this is your LeBron James, this is your Mike Trout, like this is your artist. So to like leave them out, the, like you can be mad, but I mean, time, but even even in your sports comparisons, and I, I I can't think of one quickly off the top of my head. We we've seen situations where where highly prospected talent has either gotten traded or released from a team for the dumbest number of reasons you know what i mean yeah. like like it all it all depends on people's mindsets and unfortunately there still exists this this mindset in korea that if you are an idol right just that label that label alone and, and in asian entertainment or well between korea and, and japan i don't i don't know how idols are treated in china or things like that I don't pay that much attention, and if you do know, let me know. Um, Let us know. Give us some insight, because we we, we would love to know a little bit more about the C Entertainment scene. Yeah. So, but in those two things, when you have that label marker, like, when when you're that redshirt freshman, so to speak, like, you have so many more restrictions on you that are just so unreasonable, whereas any other star, like, we've had stories of of actresses and korean actresses and and other asian actresses even even american actresses who are in their 
late twenties or, or early thirties and people are like, Oh, who are you dating? Who are you not dating? Like, are you getting married? You know what I mean? Like, like that's a byline of questions for a movie star in Korea. Sometimes it's like, like, are you dating someone? Are you getting married when you're having some kids? Like, you know, and then they're like, oh, I'm like, just, I'm here to talk about my movie. That's, that's why I'm here. Movie, like, movie. you know, like, like, I, like but and, could you not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if it's an if it's an idol, the byline of question that that same byline of questioning happens, but it happens in an accusatory, like interrogating type type of way. Like, do you like someone? Are you dating someone? Are you gonna give us this headline that we can sell millions of copies upon? And, and you, that poor girl or boy just has to sit there and be like, I I don't know. People have sexual parts. Watch my new video where I gyrate my hips. <laughs> like, uh, like, what, what, what's a penis? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, and, and a lot of this is, is crazy because it's like, uh, this is, these are, so you have your biggest star, or I mean, your biggest moneymaker, at least currently on, on file. And then you have one of your blue chip artists who is also a big part of the producing creative part of that group. Because uh, you know he's a writer, he writes he he writes something you know, for the group. He writes songs and produces and composes songs for the group. And you're just gonna like cut them loose over all this instead of like say I don't know, wait a couple weeks <laughs> like because literally all this yeah this is crazy but like you could just waited like a month or two. People would kind of just mm. forgotten, kind of yeah. Maybe except for like or fuck that like most. like okay e- even in that and, th- and this is the thing that like the only reason I even wanted to care to talk about this right is even in that right fucking pull a pull a Nike dog like like Nike is now my my shining example of of marketing culture right. Like, I I have always agreed with people who say you market culture, right? But it's always hard to point pinpoint when people actually market culture. Nike just marketed culture by by doing this whole thing for their their twentieth anniversary of an advertising campaign for just do it, right? Like they could have done it a million ways, but what did they do? They they designed this whole thing and then they added culture to it by having Colin Kaepernick be the the shining star of that of that cultural marketing, right? Yeah. So one, it shows that they that they as a company stand with whatever it is that he cares about, right? Like that thing. They now are putting money behind it, and for those who are like, "Oh, well, they're just they're just fucking reaping the reward rewards of 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 marketing culture, and marketing culture is bad." No, you know why marketing culture is good because it, it at the end of the day can a lot of times put you on the right side of history and make you look really good, right? Yeah, because backing Colin Kaepernick for all that it is in history is going to look good for Nike. Right. Yeah. And it's going to make them a bunch of money in the process. If Cube took this 
as that chance to finally be like, hey, you know what? Telling idols that they can't date is kind of dumb. And we have two idols who are within our own company who are dating. Let's market that. Let's use it to our advantage. Let's be like, yo, this is fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Like fucking force their hand even more. Be like, we're going to fucking make a reality show about you two and fucking follow you around on your first date and fucking buy a house for you guys to live in together. Fucking like you could have there could have been so much shit you could have done that could have earned you money from this. Yeah. For the for the first person who decides, hmm, I think I might market this. I think I might earn money off of this situation. Like yeah. you're you're losing out by holding on to a a old cultural thing that that just doesn't need to exist anymore. Like yeah. And and you're feeding into the stereotypes, and you're you're feeding into the stereotypes. People are are gladly kind of like latching onto because yeah. like it's this is getting picked up every a bunch of different places. It's getting picked up on the New York Times, on on comicbook.com, on Rolling Stone, on Cosmopolitan. Right. Uh, because on all those people right now, because of because of the traction of this, are marketing culture. They're just like, oh shit! There's this thing going on, and and half those articles have no fucking idea what they're writing about, but they're writing about it because it's it's marketing to a cultural thing. Korean entertainment is growing so fast outside of Korea, like way faster than J-pop tried to, like, yeah, like, especially here in America. So so the marketing of that culture is going to go to the people who do it correctly right right now bts is definitely one of those those people who are marketing their culture correctly because yeah. they are just constantly earning in any place that they step foot like yeah. because they're marketing themselves correctly so like yeah. you're only 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 going to be on the wrong side of history at yeah. the end yeah, and I think like and, and the other thing of like people are are eagerly covering this is because oh look, K-pop doing the K-pop thing. Let's talk about you know, hey K-pop, am I right? You know, like yeah. that's what these articles are. No, that that's the marketing culture thing, right? Like like I could tell you half those people who wrote those articles, especially probably the New York Times and Rolling Stone. Man, maybe not the Rolling Stone. Yeah. Actually, reading that headline, I'm adding the Rolling Stones back in there. They don't know shit about K-pop. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like. There's that one kid that works in the office, and they were like, hey, this thing is on Twitter. That's K-pop, right? Cool. All right. Get John to write an article about it. Like, Yeah. They got <laughs> like, the, they're like, I'm pretty sure it's like on the New York Times, they just got the, the Asian person that's on staff. You know, like, yeah. Well, no, actually, no. There's somebody else that was like, uh, that one was actually two Korean people, but the, the I think it was one of the other ones. It might have been... Where it's just I, I look at a lot I saw the name uh oh yeah, maybe yeah, the Rolling Stone it's uh they just got the Asian person to talk about it. <laughs> like Amy Wang. <laughs> like they just yeah. You're she was Asian probably person. she was probably writing fucking Southern California lifestyle articles before that, like Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually say, don't know shit about you, Amy, and I apologize <laughs> to diminish I, what I, you work you're probably doing. Stone. You but, do your thing. You're out there, female writer. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, keep but, doing your thing. 
Uh, I will say, you I, know. I want to shout out to Jezebel. Because they, they eagerly wrote about this, but they did include, at like at the end of their article, they did take the time to say, hey, you know, it's easy to talk about this as like a, a seemingly a unique K-pop thing, but hey, <laughs> like this shit, ha- shit similar to this or in the same vein happens in the West too. Like people are stuck in contracts and people are like put into like real relationships. Uh, My face hurts right now. I didn't even scroll that far. I didn't even scroll that far. I didn't read. I, okay. Clean slate. I didn't read a fucking one of these articles because I, I oh, yeah. figured they were all stupid. Right. And I'm glad I didn't because I didn't scroll that far. And this is a paragraph in the New York Times article. Yes. Yuna, who rose to global fame after she uh, appeared doing the horse dance in size running hit Gungnam style in 2012. <laughs> don't talk to ever again whoever if if i know you and you work at the new york times if you walk past the new york times building i'm going to new york in a couple weeks and if i walk past the new york times building i'm not going to talk to myself ever again yes. because fuck that fuck that fuck whoever that that person literally googled hyuna and was like oh she was in the gungam style video okay that's cool cool i can write that in my article fuck you <laughs> all right moving on i want to talk about the jezebel article that points out it's worth noting that while the american press often likes to gape at k-pop strictness uh, aspiring K-pop, you know, aspiring K-pop farmers go to rigorous training schools and she has government funding. Uh, it isn't far off from what American pop stars go through. Uh, questionable real relationships, which they'll point out uh, things like uh, Lil Zan's uh, purported Lil Zan's relationship. I don't know who the fuck Lil Zan is, but apparently like he had a fake relationship. Uh, and then uh, about publicists talking about Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston and people being uh, pop stars are frequently trapped in contracts. Talk about some of the different things like that. Uh, and also points out that Britney Spears can't use her own money without supervision. But that's a legal thing. I will say. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's I don't know, honestly that's kind of bullshit. Let Britney go. Um, but yeah, pop music is crazy in general. So, uh, shout out to. Uh, I, I, I'm. It's, it's gonna be. It's hard for me to give credit to Gawker Media bullshit, but I will give. I will give the devil its due on that one. Uh, but also, uh, the other cool things is you get. We get memes, and uh, uh, we're doing it for the memes, which is fantastic. And I just love this picture. <laughs> just, just, just the two of them in there mm-hmm. you know, in their sled. Beautiful thing. Also. Them enjoying their the the stocks failures, uh, it's fantastic stuff. So. Uh, yeah, I think honestly, the one thing I will say, and I think the one thing I was thinking today, uh, you almost kind of want to call this. I I kind of want to say this is like. This is this is Cube's Star Wars Battlefront Two. <laughs> This is, they're going to get in trouble for this thing that the whole industry has been doing for a little while. So now, but they kind of took it that next step and actually, and maybe this is going to cause an excess amount of attention. Somebody's going to, you know, come in and be the hero. 
Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I kind of this is this is their tipping point. This is their this is them uh possibly fucking her up for the rest of them, which is good. <laughs> Who knows? Uh but speaking of companies uh doing some legal dumb shit, uh TS Entertainment and Jun Hyo Sung failed to reach compromise in legal dispute. Uh Mm-hmm. Just to kind of sum it all up, Joan Hyosung has been, uh, you know, she formerly of Secret, has been trying to get out of her contract. And we've talked about how she's basically, she's she didn't even want money. She just wants to be out of there. Like, uh, but uh, now we're finding out that TS Entertainment's lawyer stated, we have no plans on negotiating with Joan Hyosung. Although we hope to conclude the case smoothly, concluding the case is the plane it pleases is the same as it's not being able to operate as an entertainment company anymore. Uh, they continued, we will not terminate the plaintiff's contract. We can begin discussions for negotiations after the plaintiff repays the deposit. It is unclear from our point of view that the plaintiff wishes to terminate the contract due to personal differences. Uh... Yeah, she previously assigned a lawsuit. This is, they're just kind of like, just let her go. Like, y'all haven't been paying her. She doesn't need to pay you. Like, like she's, she's, she's not even asking for money. Like, she just wants to, to be able to just be free. Like. Yeah, I think, I think it's just, I think so many of these companies I don't I don't I don't know what it is. Like, I feel I feel like I feel like they they feel in some way that if they show a sign of weakness, then everybody is gonna fucking jump on the bandwagon and maybe everybody fucking will, which is then a lesson for you, right? Like maybe you shouldn't be doing the the, the shit you're doing in the style that you're doing it at that point. Um but yeah, I don't know. This like the 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 hard part for me is I I need at some point for people to start looking at these things in a collective and not individually. Um and and people with more power than us or more power than Sumpi or more power than Asian Junkie like or, or maybe maybe us as a collective, all the YouTubers, all the all the, the 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 blogs and things like that, need to start talking about these things as a collective, because it's like the fifth or sixth time this is happening this year. You know what I mean? Where like somebody just wants out of their contract because the shit is just like dumb or against them or just bad or or whatever and like you go through these lengthy court cases that end up taking years and years and years like all this shit with fucking exo like like we we looked at the meme of it but then we stopped talking about it once it was kind of close to over and then we we rolled back around to talking about it again and it's just it's just this thing where i just feel like we we got to start talking about these things as a collective because this shit is just gonna keep happening and the, and then the I I feel like we demonize the companies on one front and then we we fucking 
praise them again when when um when it rolls back around and they release an artist that we like and shit like that and I, it's just i know it's hard it's really 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 fucking hard and there's probably not a lot of ways around it but like i just i just need something you know what i mean like yeah because this is just yeah. make just bringing me fucking down man <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's stubborn old men, like like, uh, yeah. kind of don't want to be proven wrong. Uh, yeah. don't want to lose. Like it, like like no joke, dude. Like it's taking the joy of K-pop out of me, like straight yeah. fucking up. It has been so taking so the joy of K-pop out, of me. Yeah, like constantly so seeing all these lawsuits and all this like shit of just people just wanting to either go to a to a different label because they'll be happier there you know what i mean and 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 i think it's also part because like just just in in these latter years of getting older i think more about mental health and like it just makes me start to like it it makes me sad cuz then i think about like these people who give me joy in entertainment and how sad they probably are having to do that you know what i mean like like this thing that gives me so much joy this thing that is created and i love and i get so much joy and fun out of the person who's giving that to me in my eyes you know what i mean like like yeah yeah, a lot of it is the company but like the person who's performing that thing and i love and i love the entertainment i'm getting out of it is probably sad as fuck (laughs) like yeah yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, just it's yeah, rough. Like, and, and, yeah, and you look at the power, the, a lot of it is also like the power dynamics and the power structures of like these companies and things like that. And like, you know, they kind of like, especially even like, even and moving into the other article, even like bigger companies over smaller companies, like the fact that YG is hiring the top Korean law firm uh, in this lawsuit uh that that uh, happy face entertainment uh is levying against them mm-hmm. which as we talked about is only for about is is just for nine thousand dollars and literally it's yeah. only because it's a it's a it's a sim a symbolic number to just like prove that you can't bully small companies so yg's yeah. answer to that is is to prove that you you is that is to try their best to prove yeah no no but yes we can't like, like if, you. <laughs> if you just keep it in dollars right if you just keep it in dollars and cents right because like you said they're hiring the the best law firm that there is and i've i've we've seen companies here do that right where like somebody literally just wants the value paid value earned money back Right. Which is which is what Happy Face wants. Right. Like they're they're not trying to gouge you. They just literally want value paid, value earned back. And you're like, no. So you're going to go pay someone else probably millions of dollars because they're going to fucking gouge you. Just so you don't have to pay somebody thousands of dollars. And, and, And it's really it's to prove a point. It's literally right. not about the money on either side. It's to prove a point. Like Happy Face is saying, "Hey," is basically to prove the point. Like you can't, as a big company, bully 
the smaller company just because of your size. And YG is now has taken their stance and decided to prove the point that no, in fact, you can, uh, we can, in fact, bully you because of our size, and we're going to prove it. Like this is a proving that our, you know, our power and our size means we can yeah. do whatever we want, and we're and we're going to try to win this. Uh, so this is heartening to 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 see, uh, and a lot of that, yeah, and a lot of the power dynamics is is ridiculous, like. And we've talked about. I've been talking about with other people. Like the we talked about it on on record breakers of recordings on pre-show the show. We talked about how it even comes down to things like the fact that hey, isn't it weird that in, K- in K-pop and in J-pop the label and the artist management is the same company? <laughs> mm-hmm. One of those two is supposed to be on the this opposite side of the table with the artists. And and it is yeah. that way with so many other places, but in there it's the same person. So the person that's supposed to be going to negotiate on your behalf, and one of the entities you would negotiate with, is the same company, and they they hold the key to to your path and in, in your career. So I mean, like, I mean, it's like this is going to be so left field. This is going to be super fucking left field, but it's like in, in sports, especially soccer, soccer has it more than most other things at this point now where your team will help you find management. So you, you end up in this situation where like your, your manager is somebody favorable to the team, not some, not necessarily someone favorable to you. You know what I mean? Like, There's a conflict of interest. Yeah. It happens in other places, but it's the standard. <laughs> like, yeah. But see, I think I think it's always these situations which, which now, once again, makes me fucking sad where these situations where the, the people or persons hired are hired when they're children. You know what I mean? So then they grow up in this in this system and and because their parents or their management at first, when they get older, they're like, oh, let, you know, hey, well, you know, we'll, we'll get you a proper manager, somebody who knows the industry. And, yeah. you know, the, and then you just end up in these weird situations, man. And yeah. I don't know. No, I'm just sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sad. I don't know. Like, and then you end up just wanting to, like, just not even, like, so, like, like, uh, for example, Somi apparently is just not going to, well, at least, she has not planned to sign with a new label. Now we talk about how she's going to leave, uh, and uh, she hasn't decided that she's going to sign with any particular label. And at this point, her mm-hmm. dad's going to manage her career uh, and her schedule and promotions and whatnot. Uh, there's a lot of back for back and forth uh, that is, that a lot of fans are like looking at him as kind of a stage dad in in some ways. Um, and worried about, you know, if this path is the right path, path as far as like, you know, she's going to get proper management, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's like where, where, oh, I, I mean, at least, you know, that he has your back, it's like kind of, uh, more than some other people, he may have, uh, 
he may have his own agenda and he may, you know, he may in fact be a stage dad, but you know, he at least is, you, you know, you, you feel like the, your dad is it have your back and, 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 and the uncertainty that is like this whole landscape, like you can understand that. Also, I do enjoy the, the meme of, of the, the big baller brand uh, jokes. Yeah, kind of like painting him as the lovar love the God. What's his name? What's 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 the ball kid's dad? Lavar Ball. You had it. Lavar. You had okay. it. You were on point. Lavar Ball <laughs> as the Lavar Ball of K-pop, uh, which is hilarious <laughs> as a meme in and of itself. Which I think is a good way to end. Uh, which is the silly meme. <laughs> uh, that being said. That brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Hallie Juku. Uh, Cass, what, what's, what's going on? What, what, what are the, some of the cool things going on? What are some of the happy things going on in your world? You can come check out Sports Odds and Ends, the show for the fly-by-night sports fan, hosted by myself and the good my good friend and co-host, JVZ, uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um we have been uh we have been ramping up for the football season talked a bunch about our fantasy football stuff um prepping up for that uh we're probably going to talk a little bit about soccer because we we sat and watched a bunch of soccer today um and then there will be a bunch of soccer going on in our next episode i mean football and, and soccer going on in the next episode so if you are interested in those we'll definitely talk about those we'll probably also talk we also talk about a lot about east i can't say words we also talk a lot about esports as well so if you care about any of that any kind of competitive sport in the world it'll probably come up at some point on sports odds and ends uh other than that check out GK, dkg welp the Drink Kids Gaming Podcast, hosted once again by myself and another good friend, Curly. Uh, you can check that out on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere that you can get podcasts. Good, fun time. And we don't know state. And if you don't, yeah. if you want to know more about that, you got to go check out the episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so look forward to that aggravation. <laughs> uh, this was a fantastic episode. Uh, yeah. You can find him at King Kaz. Uh, you can find me at PD Rave. Uh, you can find the show at Halijuku, uh, Halijuku.com or kpoppodcast.com, Rebelli.net for the sun of the shows, Rebelli TV on YouTube. Um, yeah. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? We're gonna be, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. You can find us everywhere you find podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, give us feedback, uh, give us reviews, uh, let us know what you think of, of what we've discussed. We'd love to see kind of have a back and forth conversation. Be uh, kind of a little bit back and forth discussion between us. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, but that's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Fighting.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>